Adrift in the great void of space, the personnel on Moonbase Alpha have experienced so much that is strange and inexplicable. They have become accustomed to expecting the unexpected. Paul, did you hear that? You hear what? I don't hear anything unusual. Welcome to the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, a character-by-character look at the coolest heroes and villains that Marvel Comics has to offer. You can thank us later. For now, just listen. All right, Cool Breeze, it is me, Icy Robots, and we're here for another exciting, thought-provoking, educational, information-packed episode of the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, where we take a look at some of the coolest villains and heroes Marvel Comics has to offer, and this week... We're going to be taking a look at the mystical defender of Kundlun himself, a man known as Iron Fist. So, let's light that incense, let's bang that gong, and let's get moving on into the show. You are listening to IC Robots Radio. So kids, we are back. This is, this is the main crux of the show, the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, where we use... The seminal 1980s Marvel comic guide known as the Handbook of the Marvel Universe to take a in-depth look at some of the dudes who are out there that are worth looking at. And this week, this week we're going to take a look at Iron Fist. I got the guide right here. This one, I'm using my big, my ultimate guide, the Essential Marvel Universe Handbook Volume 1. I got this at the flea market. I love it. I have a lot of the individual issues, but I do not, I do not have the one with Iron Fist, sadly. And what we find here is... He is on page... It is not numbered. Anyway, he is right in between Invisible Woman and Iron Man. Which is... That's a pretty good place to be. That's some high-level superheroes right there. Iron Man's one of the top-flight dudes out there. And I think that Invisible Girl Sue Storm might be a bit underrated. But she's one of the most heroic and dope characters out there. I'd like to see... I'd like to see more for her now. She's... As of right now, as I record this, her and the entire Fantastic Four are outside... Of the Marvel Universe, working with, working with, I believe it's Molecule Man and somebody else to sort of help mold a different multiverse and to put things together. Basically, she's on ice because the the movie rights don't belong to Marvel Studios. So that is that. The Iron Fist is a man, a man known as Danny Rand. He wears a green and yellow outfit that has. He has sort of a bandana with eye holes over his face, and he has two long tassels at the back. He has some big collars that go up behind his head. He has a tattoo of a dragon on his chest. He has a yellow sash around his waist and some yellow, some yellow booties. I've never, I've never really been a fan of this outfit. I have to, I have to admit, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like something that the mystical defender of Kunlun would wear. It seems like it's a bit too garish. I would I would have put him in more of a you know like a ceremonial robe, maybe with a hood and like a belt. Or maybe something like a kung fu outfit with like a sash. I don't know. Something of that like that. This is this is pretty much just just a superhero outfit. Let's let's take a look at some of some of Iron Fist pertinence. His real name is Daniel Rand. His occupation is a bodyguard detective. I guess at this point, he's not, you know, the the billionaire businessman that he is at present times with, with Rand Incorporated. His identity is secret. 
His legal status is that he is an American citizen, but also an honorary citizen of Kunlun, Tibet. He has no former aliases, and he was born in New York City. Is dude married? The question is that, and the answer is that he is, is not. He has a couple known relatives, his father Wendell, who is deceased, a deceased mother known as Heather, and UT, his uncle. He is affiliated with the Heroes for Hire. Later, he becomes an Avenger, and he is a defender in the Marvel TV universe on Netflix. He operates out of New York City. And he first appeared in Marvel premiere number 15. And now let's take a look at his origin. Daniel Rand was the son of a businessman named Wendell Rand, who had a mysterious obsession to find the fabled city of Kunlun, a paradise he believed to be located in the mountains of Tibet. When he was nine, Daniel Rand traveled to Tibet with his father, mother, and father's business partner, Harold Meacham, in search of Kunlun. Toppling off a treacherous mountain passage, Daniel dragged his mother and father over to the ice shelf with him. While he and his mother landed on a ledge below, his father dangled over the sheer drop of the mountainside and called to his partner help, for help. Help! Help me! Meacham, help! Hoping to take over Rand's share of the business, Meacham instead caused him to lose his grip and plunge to his death. Though Meacham offered to help Heather and Rand, they spurned him. Attempting to make it back to camp on their own, Heather and her son spied along suspension bridge as a pack of snow wolves attacked. Heather tried to hold them off so her son could get to safety, but she was killed. She was killed for her effort. Soon thereafter, denizens of Kunlun found the boy and they took him to their city, where the young Rand was brought before the ruler of Kunlun, UT, the August Personage of Jade. Sensing the boy's desire for vengeance, he apprenticed him in the martial arts with Master Lee Kung, the Thunderer. That is all cool, and that's all interesting stuff. I wonder what dude's dad wanted with that city so bad. I guess I guess it points people get obsessed with uh, mystical things. You know, you hear about people who spend their whole lives on their fortune out there hunting Sasquatch or Yetis or... Or like trying to find the Spear of Destiny or the Ark of the Covenant. I maybe maybe he was one of those guys, you know, he just he had so much money and he had so much time that he had nothing to do but like dwell on these weird things and these these weird conspiracies and I guess this time it led to his death, not only his own death, but also the death of his wife, which is so common in comics with with that happening. I think that it's sort of it kind of plays on your biggest childhood fear that your parents won't be around to take care of you. So they go back to that over and over and over again. But this time the guy didn't have like a trustworthy butler or somebody. He had a bunch of bunch of kung fu monks. Dudes named the August Defender of Jade and the Thunderer. And they saw that, they saw that dude was, you know, he was all messed up in the head. So they're like, hey man, the best thing for you might be to take those urges to smash and learn how to smash right, and learn the right things to smash. I can see that. I don't know if the best thing you want to do for an angry youth is give him the power to destroy. I think you want to might maybe show him, show him the power of love. But you can do everything your own way. It is, it is all up to you. Let's, let's continue the story of Daniel. Rand's training under Lee Kung was rigorous. 
At age 16, Rand earned the crown of Bushi, the King of Vipers. He vanquished four foes in a ritualistic challenge of the many, and he defeated Shuhu, a mechanical being whose name means lightning. Rand diligently conditioned his hands by thrusting them into tubs of hot sand, then gravel and finally rock. At age 19, Rand was given the opportunity to gain the power of the Iron Fist. Opposing the fire-breathing serpent named Sho Lao, the Undying, Rand grabbed the serpent's body and received mystic emanation from the Dragon Star, which marred the serpent's heart. In the embrace, the scar imprinted itself on Rand's chest. Killing the serpent, Rand plunged his hands into the unguarded brazier containing Shao Lao's molten heart. When he was through, his fist shone with quasi-mystical force and he earned the title of Iron Fist. Declining to stay in Kunlun eternally, Rand returned to America to seek revenge on Meacham. Meacham, having learned of Rand's training at Kunlun while recovering from severe frostbite in the Himalayas, returned to America to await Rand and his fate. That's all weird, wacky stuff, too. The dude must have... He must have had it inside of him to become a kung fu star right off the jump. To make it to the top, to make it to the Iron Fist, you have to... You have to have, like, a certain degree of natural talent as well as, like, the drive to train every day and the drive to, like, Iron Fist Meacham. It must have driven him to the point that there was nothing for him but to be Iron Fist. But then, once he got it, he he immediately left Kun Lun. And to me, that is a bit suspect. I understand that, you know, he's a Westerner and he was at some point going to return to the Western world, but it's like they take all this time, they invest in him, and then he jumped. It's like when you get an employee at your company, you train him, you train him, you train him, and then he goes and he takes that training and he works somewhere else with it. That's what that's what Danny Rand did. It's a, it's a bit suspect. And this whole thing, it was all about revenge, I guess. I guess revenge is a very motivating factor for a lot of people, but... I think we all also know that revenge, you know, revenge isn't that cool. So, I don't know. Let's hope that, let's hope that our boy is able to overcome it. Let's, uh, let's dig in the VHS vault here for a sec. I got, I got a fun Marvel Comics related commercial queued up here. I found this, found this on a cassette over at the dig. So let's, let's start that up and then we'll be back. We'll see what happens to Meacham. I kind of, I'm kind of hoping he gets a fist, but I, I sort of doubt it. Decoding shield of the dreaded Dr. Doom has ordered him to blow up the Freedom Tower. Dr. Octopus, Dr. Doom, Captain America, and Spider-Man each sold separately. Here's how it works, Dr. Octopus. Just slip the secret message in the secret shield. Now our secret mission is revealed. How do we stop him, Captain America? That's our secret, Spider-Man. Dr. Doom, Captain America, and other action figures from the Marvel Secret Wars collection each sold separately. New from Mattel. That was definitely the voice of Optimus Prime there. That guy, that guy got so much work back in the 80s. That was from 1984. Let me, let me get the handbook back here. I dropped it. You guys are seeing behind the curtain here and let me find the page because of course I lost it when I dropped it because there we are, Invisible Woman, Iron Fist. Let's see, let's, let's get back into it. The... As we last left off, he was going back to the States and he was, he was going to give the fist to the guy who killed 
his mom and his dad. Well, he killed his dad, but he was responsible for the death of his mom, I guess. In the ceremonial garb of Iron Fist, Rand finally confronted Meacham, but he took pity on the invalid and he spared him. Minutes later, however, a mysterious ninja murdered Meacham. Blamed for the murder, Rand undertook the mission of finding the ninja and he cleared his name. This led him into conflict with a number of costume adversaries and a career as a crime fighter was born. Eventually, Iron Fist met Luke Cage, alias Power Man, and he joined Cage's professional hero for hire business. That is the end of Iron Fist as far as the guide, but dudes had a real resurgence recently. I'm sure, I'm sure that you are aware of this. He has a TV show on Netflix, which it's not getting the best reviews, but I'm enjoying it so far. I don't think it's the best show in the world, but I am enjoying it. And besides that, he, he came back in a big way when Bendis was writing the new Avengers. It was, I guess, taken upon him to build a bunch of B-level characters into A-level characters. And he took Iron Fist, Power Man, and a bunch of others. And he really elevated them by having them join up with, with the Avengers. At one point during the Civil War, you had Iron Man with his own giant team of Avengers who were, they were all for having superheroes registered with the government. Then you had Captain America's team on the other side who they thought it should stay like the Wild West and nobody should have to register. And one of the prominent members of the team was Iron Fist. And then after Captain America is assassinated and Luke Cage becomes sort of the de facto leader of the team, Iron Fist... He steps up even more and begins to, he begins to like financially back the guys. He gives them an, an apartment that they can all hide out in. And I, there is one scene that I recall vividly and I recall really enjoying where they bring Danny Rand in for questioning. Uh, what they really want is for him to sign up as a pro registration hero on Tony Stark's side. But he makes the claim that like, look. I'm not even a superhero. I don't have superpowers. I have a super skill. I'm a kung fu master. The way that I can do this is not a superpower. It is physical as well as mystical in nature. And besides that, I have registered myself as a lethal weapon with the FBI. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm all good to go. But Stark's like, no way, man. You got to sign up. Either you're with us or you're against us. And Rand's like, hey, man. Are you recording this right now? And he goes, you know, for a fact, I am Danny. You know how my suit works. You know that I record every single thing at all times. And his lawyer jumps in and says, well, Mr. Stark, we are going to have to see that film. And as a matter of fact, we are going to get a subpoena for every piece of film on your armor. And he goes, I, I, I can't imagine that. That's too much info for one person to handle, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, you haven't heard the last of us, Danny Rand, and they step. So it was really nice to see Danny get one over on Tony Stark, who we all, we all kind of know is a bit of a jerk. Let's get back into the guide with some more details and then a quick look at his powers. Danny Rand is 5'11". He weighs 175. His eyes are blue and his hair is blonde. Powers. Iron Fist has no superhuman powers, but he is an Olympic-level athlete with extensive training in the oriental martial art of Kung Fu. He's able to lift 
300 pounds over his head. That's a lot. Through concentration, Iron Fist is able to summon his chi to spiritually reinforce his normal abilities, raising them to the peak of human capacity. This includes strength, speed, stamina, and concentration, as well as healing ability and psychic rapport with others. By summoning his chi and focusing it onto his hand, he can activate the latent power derived from the heart of the mystical serpent and make his fist inhumanly powerful and impervious to pain. This Iron Fist technique does not involve a physical transformation of any kind. It is simply him chambering his physical energies into a concentrated national natural force. With his fist and this state, Iron Fist is able to shatter wood and brick, deform steel, and punch his opponents with extraordinary concussive force. That is... That's something. It's not... It's not like he has a superpower. He just takes all of his energy and he puts it right there into his hand and his hand starts to glow. And when you see the power of the glow, you know that you gotta go because he's gonna knock you out. The act of summoning his chi for the Iron Fist is a technique that mentally drains him and it can take an entire day for him to recover before he can do it again. So Danny Rand is a superhero, but he does not have superpowers. He has an ability he has trained and it's it's very taxing to him. When he does it, he's like, he's murked the whole day. He has to go take a nap. That's cool though. Let's, uh, let's hop onto eBay right quick and we will see... What one would pay for the first appearance of Iron Fist in comic book form? Let's do some typing, which is always fun when you're when you're recording. And we once again slip behind the curtains, and you get to you get to hear how the sausage is made, or whatever the saying is, how the chocolate is melted. So the first appearance is Marvel Premiere number fifteen, and. Somebody right now has one up for auction. It's an ungraded copy that they are saying is very fine. And that is currently at $305 with two minutes left. Let's let's check out some of the solds. That always gives you a good idea. Here is one for $355, $299, another for $200. So this is a bit of a pricey book. And it's definitely peaking right now because of the Netflix show. And when something like that happens, it can really like double, triple the price of a book overnight. But then they they eventually level out. I I think it's cool to be in a Netflix show. It really is. But it's more prestigious to be in a movie. And being in a show kind of precludes you from being in a movie as far as your character. So this may be the peak of Iron Fist. And I mean, peaking with your book at like $350, $400 is not bad by any stretch of the imagination. So, I guess, I guess that's it. Are there Iron Fist toys? That's something we sometimes talk about. I do have an Iron Fist mini-mate that I like. The first one was, as I recall, a Toy Fair exclusive. They sold a two-pack of Power Man and Iron Fist, and I actually bought that because I was such a Power Man and Iron Fist mark at the time. I have a Iron Fist 7-Eleven cup, and I also have an Iron Fist Marvel Legend, and I know that I know that one has been created in the smaller Marvel Universe. I wonder if they have a superhero squadron, squad, Iron Fist. I would imagine so. I think that he is, he's currently on the cartoon, the one that has Spider-Man, the Avengers Academy. Is that what it is? It's like Spider-Man is training some dudes and Iron Fist is there and Power Man's there. It's okay. I don't watch that cartoon that much. I do admit that I watch it occasionally, but not, 
not all of the times. So, I don't know, man. We are, we're going to get out of here. This is as much as you could ever want to know about Iron Fist. So, let me power down the computer. Let me get up out of here. Let me, let me make it back in one piece. So, this is me, Icy Robot, signing off. You are listening to the Marvel Handbook uh, episode, Iron Fist. So, I don't know. Make my Marvel. This has been an IC Robots Radio production.